0: The following testimonial is from a real Greenbrook TMS patient. I came to Greenbrook with my hopes high that TMS might help me. It took some time, but I was not let down. I feel I can handle life again. So can you. I am very grateful to everyone at Greenbrook. TMS therapy at Greenbrook TMS is a non invasive treatment for depression that has helped thousands of people who have tried everything else, even medication, without success. Greenbrook TMS works for those with treatment resistant depression. Are you or a loved one suffering from depression? Well, there's hope. Call Greenbrook TMS today to schedule your your free consultation. Live from
1: Seattle. Not all morning shows can say that every day.
0: It's Carla Marie and Anthony on Power
1: 93.3. Yes, and welcome to My Day Friday. It is Carla Marie and Anthony. That's us. Um, and the reason I play that little, like, intro that says live from Seattle. Oh. Somehow we still get text messages, Carla Marie.
2: Mm.
1: And they're like, oh, you guys left New York? You're not with Elvis anymore? You mean tweets. Uh, text, tweets, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Snaps. I, Instagram um, messages.
2: Yeah, it's like, was someone, okay, so we were doing this whole Delta thing.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Or Delta flies. And we'll go, yeah, we'll yeah. go into that. Where Delta Flies us to the random city and people have to guess where we are. And some guy messaged me on Instagram and was like, hey, I just want you to know that, you, I don't know if you know this, but you put your location as Seattle in one of your <laughs> um, snaps or whatever it was. You used a tag from the Seattle airport and I was like, I live here. Yes. And yeah. he's like, oh, 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 I forgot. Like, it's, People and, forget where we are And listen here. to everyone's
1: to everyone's defense there's a lot going on in the world. We are not the most important thing in <laughs> where we are anybody's life
2: important. at all. True. Um
1: but yeah, we are here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Like almost every single day unless we're traveling.
2: Exactly. Yeah, this is where I live. Like this is my home. And, my uh, my the, license is a Washington license. But
1: this is the first time we've done the podcast from Seattle in uh <laughs> it's true. in about half a month. So Who
2: says half a month? Half
1: a month, 2 weeks is half a month. One three? week is a quarter of a month.
2: It's three weeks, technically.
1: Okay. Anyway, um, we did one in Deadwood, South Dakota. Yeah. Then last week was in Boston, Massachusetts. Which
2: we did the podcast saying we couldn't tell you where we were. Exactly. So Delta, ago?
1: we have this thing with Delta. We've talked about it before uh, where we have four more trips for the year and they are sending us to these mystery cities and it's a Seattle promotion. So unfortunately, the people living outside of Seattle can't win. We'll work on that for next year.
2: Or fortunately, if you're in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's great.
1: Um, And last week's mystery city with all the clues that we were giving on Instagram and Snapchat was Boston. How did you feel about Boston, Carla Murray?
2: Well, here's the thing. I am so grateful that we get to travel. And it was yeah. amazing seeing my mom, my dad, and my sister, your mom came for a day. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was the best. Super cool. Going to see the Yankees at their rivals because I freaking hate the Red Sox mm-hmm. more than anything. That was cool. Boston as itself, take it or leave it. Like, I, it's, really,
1: it's, it's not your favorite city. No.
2: And I think part of it is I was brought up to hate the Red Sox. So I <laughs> automatically hate Boston. But on top of that, it's just like, what is going on with the people there?
1: Well, here, I've had <laughs> I've had I've gone to Boston a handful of times and I've had a good time there.
2: Mm, yeah.
1: Um, But it is. It's an interesting city because it is so like the footprint of Boston is pretty small.
2: But like everyone that lives there is so mean and they're all douchey.
1: They're pretty angry.
2: And they and just run around the streets like there's no rules. That was no the Rolex. weirdest
1: thing I've ever seen. In any Uber or driving, whatever it was. It was
2: like 40 people.
1: People just run into the street. It was like World War Z, that, <laughs> that Brad Pitt movie where people just run around like maniacs. Yeah. I felt like that was Boston. Absolutely. It was so weird. Just complete disregard for any sort of traffic pattern, anything. And they're,
2: they're still dressing like it's, we're at the Jersey Shore.
1: Well, the thing Why with Boston. Why are they Boston, doing their hair like that? The, the thing with Boston is it is a a uh, college-heavy city. There, mm. There's like 70-something colleges get in out. the Massachusetts area.
2: That explains why everyone's a douche. Well,
1: you get a very fratty feel because there are a lot of very recent college grads. Sorry
2: if you're from Boston. I hope you're not offended. No, the
1: city, it's a city. You listen, can tell me you
2: hate Jersey. As, as
1: uh, someone who really, really, really appreciates American history, yeah, the city of Boston is awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: there are some great views. There's some great architecture in Boston, great restaurants.
2: Speaking of you and your American history, my sister was asking you a bunch of questions about the Holocaust because we were at the they Holocaust, have a Holocaust uh, Memorial Memorial on the Freedom Trail. And my mom looks at me because you were answering and everyone who listens to the podcast knows, you know, facts about random things and you can do all of them. My mom's like, I didn't know Anthony was smart. <laughs> well, What your
1: mom also doesn't know is that I lied to your sister 99% no, of the time. No, she's like,
2: he knows everything. I'm like, mom, shut up. not. <laughs> him
1: that. Um, we, Oh, another crazy thing, a big or not crazy, big thing that happened this week was across the country, we revealed our uh, 2017 yes! I Heart Radio Music Festival.
2: Coldplay, The Weekend, Chris Stapleton. Picked. Are you reading? No. You're 30 reading. Seconds to You're... Mars. No, no,
1: hold on. Flip that over. Or close your eyes look away. Okay. I'm going to, you can start over. Can you see over. how
2: many I get? I'm not going to get yeah. all
1: of them. Um, okay. Hold on, let me get a pen. Okay.
2: I can like see it in my head.
1: All right, so okay. you can start from the top. You can repeat some if you'd like.
2: Okay. Coldplay, The okay, Weekend, yes. Chris Stapleton, yes. Pink, okay. Thirty Seconds to Mars, Harry Styles, okay. Miley Cyrus, Kings of Leon, Niall Horan, Special Guest Kesha. Why is that hard, hard to say? Uh, Thomas Rhett.
1: Okay. Mm. Mm. Did you say Big Sean? You did.
2: Oh you, you did not. yeah.
1: Okay, so Big Sean, you didn't get.
2: <laughs> uh, that's all I got. David Guetta. Ah, uh, yeah, whatever. Lord. Oh, DJ Khaled. I and missed. DJ
1: Khaled. You got Kings of Leon. Well,
2: like, what does DJ Khaled do anyway? He just counts as everyone. He's just going to go out there and yell while everyone else is performing.
1: Well, it's, I mean, also, what does David Guetta do?
2: Same thing. He's just exactly. going to go gonna, out there. They're going to
1: play records. I they're going to get every. I know. What?
2: I know what's going to happen. Because you have DJ Khaled and you have David Guetta, who both have worked with Justin Bieber mm-hmm. a lot. Yep. So that tells me there's one common denominator, and you know how we get with collabs at our festivals.
1: Well, the Biebs. That was my theory going into the iHeart uh summer 17 weekend by Direct uh TV. Cause you had Louis Fonsi. you mean by ATT? Was it by ATT or Direct TV? <laughs>
2: it was on Direct TV.
1: Oh, uh, that's what it was. This Whatever. guy he sometimes
2: just pulls poop out of his butt. Um, <laughs> literally.
1: <laughs> Cause you had Louis Fonsi, who was there mm, and Lewis, DJ Khaled. Louis Fonse. And DJ Khaled. So Justin Bieber still wasn't there. Granted, the iHeart. Festival's Festival in bigger. Vegas is bigger. Like, so who do you...
2: I think... Uh, you Obviously, we had the shock of Backstreet Boys coming out with... Yeah. Um, Not only were the Backstreet Boys there as a shock, but it was... They performed with Florida Georgia line. Mm-hmm. So, I'm trying to find, like, the most obscure mix of people. Like, what could happen... I, Harry Siles and Niall Horn, if they did something together, the whole arena would implode. They're on two different nights, though.
1: I think I would even be pretty pumped about me, that. Also... We, we've we had this debate many times. As much as I like Niall personally, because he's the only one We're I had not- a conversation with before, um, and we have the, we have the same taste in sneakers. <clears throat> that was the, the, literally the only conversation we had. I peed with all the members of One Direction. You know how many conversations I've had
2: with them? None, so that doesn't matter.
1: Here's the thing. Niall is the least attractive member okay. of so One Direction. So, this is great right followed now. Followed because- by, or, or preceded by... Um, not Louie, not Harry you, or Zayn. Who you am I missing? What? Liam.
2: Liam. Okay. So in reverse
1: thing. order, Niall, no. Liam, Harry, Louie, with Zayn being the most attractive. So to
2: everyone listening who's going, no, no, shut up, Anthony. I'm doing the same thing. I do it every time we have this conversation. Luckily, your cousin, Alyssa, is visiting. She's 16, so her vote counts more than ours. And she's- So, Alyssa- in here, there's the microphone. You have to get really, really,
1: really close to the microphone. Is that mic on? It is.
2: Okay, Alyssa, is he right? Even that closer Lewis... to the microphone. What's his name? Louis the hottest. No. See, he's the least attractive. See, <laughs> you can say ugliest. It's okay.
1: No, none of them. Are, none of them are ugly. You really think Louis yeah. is ugly? Yeah. Louis, yeah, Louis is ugly. What's See? wrong with you guys?
2: For be- if we're being mean. Yeah. Don't Louis. be mean. First off. Okay. Who's the hottest? Zane.
1: I think that that's pretty easy.
2: Okay, well here, this is where I'm going to make it weird. A lot of people tell Anthony he looks like Zane. No, no, it's
1: just because we're darker than white people. <laughs> just says no. Yeah, <laughs> we're just darker than normal white people.
2: When you shave.
1: When I shave, what you look like him? Oh,
2: not now. Now you look homeless.
1: Yeah, well the beard is <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway, what, what we oh we were talking about our uh, 2017 <laughs> iHeartRadio Music this Festival. Is where so we got. last year, everyone knows that uh, they sent us down there. They invited us down there to host Snapchat for them, which is awesome. Yeah, we ran that. We don't know if they're going to ask us to do it again. And I think because we did it last year, a lot of people around the country, a lot of other hosts, were like, wait a second.
2: If they can do it.
1: I've been doing radio longer, and I'm better, which is probably 100% true at doing radio things.
2: The Um, claws came out.
1: Yeah. So we don't know if we're going back. So what we need, we're going to have another campaign.
2: This will be the third year in a row we've asked our listeners to do this, and the third year in a row Hopefully it happens.
1: Well, it's the sixth or seventh year in a row that we have to beg to get there. <laughs> so we've just enlisted other people to beg for us.
2: So this is what we need. Yeah. You ready? Go for it. Tweet at iHeartFestival. Yeah, it's a new account. It's a new started. account. So it's iHeartFestival. Alyssa, well, then...
1: get your phone out and do this mm-hmm. with your Twitter account. Does she have Twitter? You have Twitter, right? Yeah, she has Twitter. She whispers, but she has Twitter. Okay,
2: so tweet at iHeartFestival, but put a space before it. Don't tweet right away. Did you know that? What? Do people know that? If you put the handle as the first so thing. So start
1: is, with hey at iHeartFestival. Hey
2: at iHeartFestival, you need to have, or other way you want to say it, you need to have at the Carla Marie, at Worst Anthony there again this year, they were my favorite part. Make sure you put they were my favorite However you want to say it. Make sure you say they were my favorite part.
1: Okay. And the word
2: need also needs to be in there. <laughs>
1: If you want to throw subtle threats at them, that's fine, too. Also,
2: you can say, I only followed at at iHeartFestival because I love Carla Marie and Anthony.
1: Whatever, yeah, or that, too. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, hey, at iHeartFestival, I'm only following you because <laughs> at WorstAnthony and at the Carla Marie told me to. And
2: if you haven't used your Twitter in forever, just please do it anyway because they're going to be like, what is going on?
1: Yeah, when you deleted it, like, reactivate your Twitter. Yeah, I know no one uses it anymore.
2: Thanks, bye. Check out a few Trump's tweets, get a few laughs, and then go back to normal life.
1: <laughs> um... We also, so we'll we'll move on from that. We'll we'll, we'll remind you to do that every day. Every, every day, Friday. basically. Um, we talked about this this morning, Carla Marie, uh, the little fight that I almost got into. Uh, was it yesterday?
2: Throw down! The
1: that's, order's up.
2: That's a bell for um, in the ring in case you're soup's ready. <laughs>
1: um, and if you didn't listen to uh the big show, if <laughs> we'll call it that, the morning show this morning, yesterday I was I was. Driving on a street near my apartment in the neighborhood that I live in, and I was making a right, going through a crosswalk. Now there was this guy who was walking in the crosswalk. That I, I, yeah. I waited patiently, taking his sweet ass time, on his phone, literally not even looking up, just on his phone scrolling. I don't know if he was picking a song, whatever. So I, it's too late. So I crept around Maybe he's him. Listening
2: to Mighty Friday.
1: I crept around him. Mm-hmm. And he got real
2: pissed off. But you got close, you said.
1: I got I got closer than I probably should have been. But it's not like I was going quickly. I didn't do it aggressively. I wasn't trying to, like, I didn't wave him or honk at him or anything like that.
2: But what if he tripped backwards?
1: Then he's an idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. You tripped backwards because into a I car. Because I could
2: have done that. Yeah. And what if, like, a bug flew in front of him and he swatted it and went back?
1: Okay. I wasn't that See? close. I wasn't See? inches away from him. Anyway, he got all pissed off, turned around, and he, like, Said something. I really didn't even know what he said. So I said, you know what? I'm not having this today. 99 times out of 100, I would have just kept going. Mm. I was like, I'm not having it today. So I rolled down the window. And my cousin Alyssa was there. She can confirm this happened. Um, I said, I'm sorry, is there is something wrong? Is everything okay? And then he said something like, you didn't need to get so close to me. Or I don't know what. He yelled something. And I said, I wasn't. I was going around you. And then he... Very quickly escalated to, get out of your car, Holmes. And I was like, what? And he said it a couple times. He must not
2: be from the B&W to say that.
1: And then, as we're staring at each other, I looked at him and I very simply said, why are you so mad?
2: Which I love as, you're mad at your dad, not at me, from Big Daddy.
1: And then he yelled back and I said, why are you so mad again? Is this pretty accurate, Alyssa? You can nod your head. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, <laughs> <laughs> And I just thought to myself, like, yes, I probably could have just kept going yeah, and not acknowledged it. But, you know, when you're having that day and you're just like, I'm not taking not people's that. crap today.
2: This happens everywhere. Pedestrians, like, we tend to think that we rule the road. You're in a street. I don't care if you're in a crosswalk. That is for a car. Well, you are lucky that there is a line for you to walk in. I think
1: whether you're a pedestrian or a driver, everyone thinks they rule the world. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone thinks they're the only important thing in the world. Bike,
2: bikers are the worst.
1: Bikers are pretty bad. I think pedestrians and drivers can all agree that bikers suck. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we got a couple of calls in this morning saying, like, yeah, hey, people need to be called out more often, blah, blah, blah. And then... Uh,
2: There's a mix of being mean, bullying people yeah. and calling them
1: out. And, oh, listen, I didn't curse at him at all, did I? No. Okay. <laughs> I I really couldn't remember.
2: When he, as he's, so he was yelling over you, But I wasn't really,
1: I wasn't, it's not like I was screaming at him. But
2: this was happening, like the guy was on the passenger side? Yeah. Yeah. So what were you sitting there doing? I don't know, just like smiling. (laughs) He's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God.
1: Well, one of the reasons (laughs) I really didn't let it escalate to anything was because Alyssa was there. You
2: are a guardian. The one time you have to be a guardian. You have four days to be a guardian and you do that. You don't do that any other time.
1: No, I normally don't.
2: Were you just trying to be, like, a cool, like...
1: No, it just... You know what had happened? Guardian? I don't know. Earlier earlier in the week, I was also walking in my neighborhood. um, Okay, Mr. Rogers. In the neighborhood. um, And I saw this happen. I wasn't involved, but I was at another crosswalk, and there was a guy standing with his dog in the crosswalk waiting to cross. But he was in the street. Illegal. He was in the street. And the car that was in the street had an opportunity to make a right-hand turn had that guy not been standing there. So the person driving honked to try to get the person out of the way. And then that guy that was standing in the street, uh, hopefully you can follow the story, got all pissy and looked at the driver and actually got closer to his car and stood in front of it on purpose. And, like, it just irritated me because I thought to myself, you know you're in the wrong. Just get out of the way.
2: If you're that person and you're listening to this podcast, I don't know how you got here. Because the people that listen to this podcast don't act like that.
1: Um, but there are so there are two messages do it again. that we got during the the show when we were talking about this that I wanted to read out. So first was from uh Fred the Mailman, yeah, who listens in Cleveland. He listens to the podcast and to our big show. Mm-hmm. And he said, listen, he was basically saying that I had the right to be upset and annoyed, but being on the radio and having kind of this public brand mm-hmm. that I have mm-hmm. to protect, he said it's it was it wasn't worth it. It's not. To have to risk your brand. Maybe that person listens or knows and tweets about me or something like that. So I get it. And that makes a 100% You how many times sense. I've wanted to
2: snap and I'm just like, oh my God, what if there's a listener here that's going to be like, I just wish, witnessed yeah. Carlo Marie from Power 93.3 going ape s in the middle of the grocery store.
1: And the other person who, uh, who texted in this morning was Chris, who listens in Austin. We're going to get to his email in a second. Um, and he said something like, you don't know if someone has a weapon on them or if they're yeah. dangerous, which I even said to to my cousin as we got into the parking lot, I was like, the reason I we needed to leave that situation was, at the end of the day, you don't know what that guy has in his backpack or no. if he's just a psychopath or maybe he's a professional boxer, and I have no idea, <laughs> even though based on what he looked like, he was not a professional athlete other could than, you, ma- all right, other could than you maybe chess. He was a larger person, not like, not like okay. obese or anything like that. He was a pretty big person. Mm. Um, but based on his hair cut <laughs> and what he was wearing, I probably could have beat him up. Are we being bullies? No, no, no. Okay.
2: I'm just saying, cause I never know where to draw the line.
1: If I, if I was, if someone said you have to put money on one of the two people in this fight, they'd pick you, I would put my money on myself. Okay. There are thousands, millions actually of fights that I would not put money on myself. I am not the biggest guy out there. I'm not the strongest guy out there. Um, but in this situation, I think I would have been able to handle myself. Good to know. Does that make any sense?
2: Yeah. Now that we just talked about beating people up for no, 20 no, I, minutes, but that's <laughs> the
1: thing. Did I ever say that I was going to fight him at any point? No. Okay.
2: See, I, I didn't. Not I wasn't trying to get in there. But we just talked about beating people up. I'm just okay. trying to be positive. We were ta-
1: hypothetical situations. Mm. You know what? I was having this conversation uh, with a friend yesterday. You know the term, like I beat the crap out of someone or yeah. beat the s out of someone. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from?
2: Well, because you're. By crap, it means, like, you've taken everything out of them. You beat them up so much, they're just exhausted. But There's do you think left. it really
1: came from, like, someone got beat so bad that they pooped themselves? No. And that's where this is. The...
2: Because you also say, I beat the hell out of them. I beat the, like, use it. I like usually that.
1: just use the S word.
2: Right. You, but the term itself. Okay. Every, you can take the S word and use it for everything. That's why. Okay.
1: Fair. Um, You want to jump into mail time, Carla Marie? Yes. All right. So, we have, uh, I think, four emails we're going to go through. The first was actually regarding last week's podcast. Okay. Uh, we were talking about the documentary that everyone, the food documentary that everyone's watching. Because
2: I was saying, what was I saying? That I hadn't had. You're going to
1: stop eating meat. I you're going to stop eating beef.
2: That's where I was starting, yes. And I haven't had beef in two weeks. Yes, two weeks.
1: Full two weeks? You have not had beef? Full two
2: weeks, no beef. I had bacon one day, but I haven't had any other red meat since that bacon a week and a half ago. And barely had chicken.
1: What was the last, uh, what was the last meat you had?
2: It was like a little baby piece of chicken on Monday.
1: Okay, and when was the last time you had beef? Where was that?
2: In Bozeman, Montana.
1: Oh, so you haven't had it since the road trip? No. Okay. Uh, anyway, we were talking about this documentary. We could not, for the life of us, remember the name. Mm. And immediately after posting, she must have listened Neither to this thing. Neither
2: of us thing. have seen the documentary.
1: She, Jessica, who emailed us, must have listened to the podcast like six seconds after we posted it. Because she immediately emailed in and said it's called What the Health. She, uh, yeah, What the Health. And well, she said she was screaming at her radio yeah. while she was listening.
2: Try to remember the name of it. It's funny. What so, but the she Health. She goes, so she watched What the Health and switched to a plant-based diet. She said it's hard to do I've cut out all meat, which is easy in comparison to trying to do 100% vegan or plant-based.
1: What's the difference between cutting out all meats and ve- Oh, vegan, you don't eat, like, fish or anything either, right?
2: No, vegan, you don't eat fish. You don't eat cheese. Um you don't eat like any um pre- like what's that called stuff from the store like processed food processed i keep going to say well, i think you
1: know i think vegan is just a
2: uh, well she's saying plant based
1: you can have plant based processed food think though think
2: about it's got to come from a plant
1: okay anyway um so it is a from what i hear a cool documentary that's one of the few uh food documentaries that i haven't watched
2: i'm scared to watch some of them because i don't want to get so scared that i'm literally miserable whenever i want to eat food yeah
1: I think you can just do everything in moderation and you'll be fine. Um another email from Henry who actually called into the show this morning. He
2: had to help you out with was the driving thing.
1: Was it about Oh yeah, it was about the driving thing. That's right. Oh no, it was about the uh, bare feet thing that we talked about oh, on the show. Oh,
2: that freaking girl on the airplane with her bare feet.
1: So he said I just wanted to drop you a quick email and say thank you for the second t-shirt for my daughter. We sent a second t-shirt out?
2: Okay. He asked for a shirt and we sent him one and he said, I heard you have small women smalls left. So we sent him one, I believe, for his daughter. We literally have, are, the women smalls are too small on me. Yeah. And that's what I think we have left. So if you are like the tiniest human ever and have no boobs, <laughs> we'll send them to you.
1: <laughs> he said, it's nice to be able to share your show and the shirt with her, which is cool. Oh. He said, uh, for male time, my family still laughs at me when I call you my friends, but I still think of you guys that way. I'm not old enough to be your father. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I guess I could be if I started young. I guess anyone could be. Yeah. Um, anyway, my point is that I'm proud of you and to know you through our interactions here and on Twitter. You're both good, funny, and driven people who have done an amazing thing, starting with a simple idea of a small podcast and turned it into a full-fledged career wow. on the other side of the country. Mm. It's very far from when we started. Uh, selfishly, I wish you were still here on the East Coast so we could meet next week at <sighs> Z100 Summer Bash.
2: Which Fallout boy is performing at? Of course and I'm not there. How mad
1: are you, Carla Marie? He-
2: I Whatever. He <laughs> said, additionally impressive is not missing one week of MDF since you started, no matter where you were or had to record from. from that's him. not entirely true. We missed true. only one.
1: Is it really only mm-hmm. one? Damn. It's crazy. We need to get a hobby.
2: I know. we Because now we're so far in it, we can't miss one. But like sometimes when we're on vacation,
1: Listen, I don't mind there, it, there will probably be one that we missed at some point, and that's fine. We'll be okay. We'll come back. Unless yeah, like, we're dead. What
2: if I'm in the hospital?
1: Uh, Chris Ambrano. Whoa, whoa. He's- Hold on. I, I forgot which email this was.
2: He says, morning, big dumb idiot. Okay. I loved uh, where did Delta send us Snapchats from last week. I guessed it right away, but I can't win. Also, radio school is a pretty cool idea. We haven't done that this week.
1: No, and if you have questions for radio school, um, basically anything about the the business, the behind the scenes of radio, mm-hmm. you can ask it um, whether you want to tweet us @worstanthony, at Worst
2: Anthony. At Carla Marie.
1: Or email us right here, my day Friday Show at Gmail.
2: So Chris goes on to say, my wedding is coming up in a few short months, and I'm not getting cold feet, but I want it to be over with already. I'm so nervous that no one's going to enjoy themselves. I don't know why I feel this way. So hoping you guys could help me out. Love listening to you guys after Elvis and every Friday at my office. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.
2: Um, Here's what I have to say about your wedding. And I get it. Like, these people are coming. They're giving you gifts. It doesn't matter what they think. No. It is your wedding, and that's what everyone forgets, and that's why everyone gets miserable and gets so wrapped up in these big, giant to-dos. Your wedding should be about you. I'm not saying let your guests starve. Mm-hmm. Be, like, a courteous guest, but don't worry about it. You're going to have—if you have fun, they're going to have fun. Well,
1: I think if we, if we can compare it to a radio show,
0: mm-hmm.
1: when we first started this radio show, we were both pretty nervous. Yeah. And we wanted, every, we wanted to do everything for everyone listening to like us. Oh, it's so hard. And it sucks because you can't enjoy anything at that point. No, because, you're so
2: spread thin too. Like. Because you're not
1: being yourself at any point. You're just worried about what other people think instead of just being yourself and trying to be a good person or try to send a good message out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when we started having more fun, Carla Marie, was when we realized it doesn't matter what you do, some people are going to be very angry and they're going to complain. Yeah. And I think that probably goes for a wedding. It doesn't matter how well you plan everything. There's going to be that one annoying aunt who's like, mm, fish isn't really that good. Yeah,
2: but have you I ever, should have ordered the chicken. Have you ever gone to a wedding where you're like, everything is perfect. I would want this as my exact wedding. No. No. And you should. No, because I
1: also, when it comes to that day, I'll probably plan my wedding better than anyone in the history of weddings.
2: Okay. You've said that now 15 times in this podcast. It's
1: going to be a rager. It's going to be awesome.
2: <laughs> Great. But I think I can look back at so many weddings and there are little things I can pick out. Like, we should have started the music earlier. There shouldn't have been 12 speeches, which, Chris, please don't do that. There should have been different food. Like, But the dancing was good. Not everything is going to be perfect. And like you're saying, there are going to be, what, 100 people there? You're not going to please 100 people. You
1: know what, Chris? Here's the thing. Your wedding's probably not going to be that great, but have fun at it. (laughs) (laughs) According to Carla Marie, i you say that.
2: According- I said don't have a long speech. I didn't say anything. All I said was don't have twelve speeches.
1: No, but seriously, as long Why as did you I say that you said that, you you said it because
2: you weren't paying attention. You were you were doing it again. You weren't paying attention.
1: Anyway, um, thank
2: you everyone for listening and understanding.
1: <laughs> as long as you and your close family and friends are having a good time,
2: Nah screw them too.
1: That's all that matters.
2: <laughs> Just you, not even your wife. <laughs> Just you.
1: Just you. No, because I feel like if his wife doesn't have fun at the wedding, he's definitely not gonna have fun at the wedding. Um, but good luck with that. Good luck with that whole marriage thing. Seems scary. <laughs>
2: Seems like something I might want to try. Never.
1: Um and Chris emailed us as well. Chris usually listens to our show um when we're live on Power933. Also listens to the podcast from Austin, which is cool. What up? And we had a Dirty Little Secret. I think it was on Monday. So Monday either Monday or Tuesday. And if you don't know Dirty Little Secret, we have Um, an additional iHeartRadio channel. You can listen to a bunch of them there. There's like 30 of them sitting there for you. Yep. It's where people text us things they can't tell anyone else. And we talk to them and have full conversations. This person admitted that they weren't attracted to the girl they were dating. Mm
2: -hmm. That guy was a jerk.
1: But then Carla Marie, Chris points out that you came up and you said, I was in a relationship like that. Yeah. And his question, because it is a weird thing. I think he said that um, in his marriage before it ended that towards the end of his relationship, he feels like his wife was no longer attracted to him, but she was in the beginning. Yeah. So his question to you, Carla Marie, is how did you get into a situation where you were in a relationship for five years Mm -hmm. with someone that you weren't attracted to?
2: I didn't, I wasn't, I was in the beginning. Okay, so in the beginning you
1: were like, this person's attractive, I want to be with this person.
2: Yeah. But I also had a friendship before, so you also kind of like, it's not like it's just a hot person you go up to at a bar and then you form the friendship. It was the opposite around way around. Like so you, I didn't. You
1: grew into being attracted yeah. to. Him? Okay. What? Why?
2: I don't know. What do you mean?
1: Just because you were like close and it was. I think convenient, a lot of it or... was.
2: Yeah, I I liked the friendship. Which looking back, it probably was just better being that. Oh, and I'm not saying I regret anything, mm-hmm. but probably just better off being that because it was fun and. Doing that part of it was great, being friends, but then after a while, after being in the actual relationship, it was kind of like, oh, we're still kind of, I just feel like we're friends. Okay. So it was a mix of like that and not being attracted. Later on.
1: Do you, at what point were you like, I'm just not attracted to this person anymore?
2: Like at what point, in what sense?
1: At what point uh, in the relationship?
2: In the five years? Yeah. Mm, Year two and a half or three?
1: Okay, so you half halfway through essentially. Mm-hmm, yeah. So how do you st- how do you continue to be in a relationship when you're not I mean granted, and you said you were friendly. Like that was the thing, you were oh, friends. There were no fights ever. But don't you at some point and this is this is going to sound shallow. Okay. But don't you at some point want to be physically attracted to yes. the person that yeah. you share all your time and
2: but apartment in, with? In my mind it wasn't like I was crying every night okay it wasn't you know there wasn't I wasn't miserable so it's kind of hard to be like I'm unhappy because it really wasn't at first and then it got to a point where I was like this isn't exciting anymore I didn't hate it I just wasn't like excited at all over anything
1: and this is where I get into people will sometimes call me shallow like I said but when people like oh I want to hook you up with someone they have a great personality I'm like well That's nice. I'm going to take a step back. Are they attractive? Let
2: me see a pic is what I say. What does it look like? And
1: then it's like, oh, well, are you only concerned about looks? It's like, no, I'm not only concerned about looks, but if I'm going to take a risk and spend and waste a lot of my time with someone, I'd like to at least make sure that risk is
2: attractive. Yeah, right. It's true. And I think I kind of learned from that where I always would, I, we've had this conversation. I used to say to you, like it, attraction doesn't have to come first. I don't. That's not everything at all. Someone could be hot, but I could hate them. And that that's, Yeah, the there, are,
1: there are tons of terrible, good-looking people out there. Me. But there are also tons of terrible, not attractive people out there as well. Exactly. Here, here's a metaphor.
2: Okay.
1: You ready, Carla Marie? Mm-hmm. Um, if someone If someone said you get to race a car on a racetrack and you get to go 200 miles an hour,
2: mm.
1: you might crash and die. But you have to do it. We're gonna give you two options of cars. Do you want to race in this Ferrari, or do you want to race in a Toyota Corolla?
2: Yeah, I take the Ferrari.
1: Exactly, because why not risk it with the the cooler, more attractive thing? Okay. See, if you know it's gonna crash and burn at the end.
2: So, what is the crash and burn in the relationship? Did you just equate it to breaking up with someone, or what happened at the end of that? No, crash I'm talking
1: of- like a bad, a bad breakup.
2: Okay, I just wasn't sure what the comparison was there.
1: Yeah, okay. the crash and the burn is the bad breakup. Uh-huh. Why?
2: I just wasn't sure what you were referring to. And it's like when
1: girls are like, I just want a guy who's funny. When was I've the last time you that? walked into a bar, Carla Marie, and are like, I'm looking for the funniest person here? Never. Exactly. I'm because looking for you the
2: richest person here, though. Because <laughs> if you're rich, then we could change a little
1: <laughs> bit here. I don't know. It's a, it's a good question from from Chris. He just wanted to know, like, kind of, because he knew he knew his relationship, and it mm-hmm. seems similar to yours.
2: I think a lot of it was I was... Comfortable in my situation, and that's not right at all. Like, at all, you shouldn't be comfortable. You should always feel like you could do better or be happy. There's a there's a difference between being comfortable and satisfied.
1: You know what's so messed and up? Happy, and we're both kind of in the same place with a lot of our friends. Carla and Marie, where a lot of our friends are getting engaged, married, mm-hmm. whatnot. And I've this. I have a lot of friends who are in that part of their life. So when I Give this story about my one friend. It doesn't really give away which one it is. Um, I have one friend who has to, I was like, oh, so cool, blah, blah, blah. And his response to getting married so was
2: cool.
1: getting married. And oh. I was like, oh, congratulations. So cool. Whatever. His response to that wasn't as enthusiastic as I thought it should be. What did you say? It was more like, "Uh, yeah, may as well get married. I don't feel like dating anymore.
2: Who said that?
1: I can't. I'm not gonna say that. You're,
2: will you tell me when we turn the mic off? No. This you did this to me once, like two years ago, and it took me almost a year to get you to admit. That's to because I
1: am where secrets go to die. People tell me things I don't tell anyone else.
2: I mean, tr- I get it though. Dating sucks.
1: But but now every time I see a friend get married or get engaged or like, why a do they do moment, it? I'm always thinking like, is this person just settling because they're tired of being single or tired yeah. of dating or don't, tired of bad relationships?
2: Don't settle. That is my biggest thing I can say to you is don't settle. And um, one of the things I said to one of our listeners who was complaining on Dirty Little Secret about a boyfriend or something, and she's like, well, our relationship's fine. And I said, relationships should never be fine. They could be bad, and you want to fix it or get out of it, but it should never be fine. Like, it should be great. It should be something. It should never be fine. Fine is not a good thing. And one of my friends was listening to that. And she said all she kept hearing in her head was, it shouldn't be fine. It shouldn't be fine. And her is very relationship? long-term relationship oh, really? was fine. And she was like, wait, no. Carla so which Marie's friend right. is it,
1: Carla Marie? Tell me.
2: And that person broke up with their boyfriend. And I was Recently? Like, wait. Do I know what? the person? I was like, why are you? Don't listen to things I say on the radio. do I know the person? Maybe. Interesting. So I I was the reason somebody broke up with somebody.
1: And I think a lot of people think I'm crazy like my family don't you want a girlfriend are you trying It's like listen if something happens cool like if I meet someone if I meet someone
2: from the sky maybe
1: maybe she will fall from the sky um listen if I meet someone that's incredible that I'm also attracted to that I also think I can spend more than 20 minutes in a straight (laughs) with then yeah like I'll I'll pursue that but I'm not searching for it. I think it's it's so messed up when people are like, I need to find a boyfriend. I need to find a girlfriend. Ugh.
2: Well, unless when I say I need to find one to help me take out my garbage. That's different. Or
1: kill spiders in your apartment.
2: Spiders. Very necessary.
1: No. You don't need to find a girlfriend or find a boyfriend. You find a hobby. If that's your case, if you're just so bored where you're tired of being alone, find a hobby. Yeah. Go do something good with your life.
2: Yeah, work out. That's what I do now. I'm bored. of work out.
1: <laughs> um, it is Monday, Friday, though, so whatever you do, whether you're single, married, engaged...
2: And if you're miserable, breaking up, you better fix it.
1: Go enjoy your weekend. You spent about 30 minutes or a little over 30 minutes with us. Um, and okay.
2: Sorry, I had to do that. <laughs> we never have sound effects in here. What um, else do I got?
1: No, thank you for hanging out with us. It's been uh, a pretty crazy ride. We've done this for over three years. And the fact that you spend any time listening to us is mind-blowing to me. But hey, I'm not going to stop you.
2: Yeah, so don't forget, tweet at iHeartFestival. Let them know Carla Marie and Anthony need to be there. And we love you guys for it. One day we'll repay you. We just don't know how.
0: Bye the following testimonial is from a real Greenbrook TMS patient. I came to Greenbrook with my hopes high that TMS might help me. It took some time, but I was not let down. I feel I can handle life again. So can you. I am very grateful to everyone at Greenbrook. TMS therapy at Greenbrook TMS is a non-invasive treatment for depression that has helped thousands of people who have tried everything else, even medication, without success. Greenbrook TMS works for those with treatment-resistant depression. Are you or a loved one suffering from depression? Well, there's hope. Call Greenbrook TMS today to schedule your... Your free consultation.